and welcome back to Chicks and Balls, the podcast, a sports podcast by women about more than women's sport. On today's show, we chat all things State of Origin as Game 1 kicks off and the women's match is just around the corner. It's pretty much it for this week, isn't it? A lot of Origin chat. Um, thanks for tuning in. My name is Keely Silva and today I'm joined by our number one sub. Number one. That's I like number one Number sub. one. Mitch Parker. How was your week, Mitch? Uh, my week was good. I'm feeling very fresh this week. Uh, you didn't drink on the weekend? I didn't have a big weekend wow. on the weekend. I was fresh. I got up early both days, played a bit of sport. So, yeah, feeling good. Yeah, nice, fresh. Love it. Um, did you watch the fight? I the did. George fight? Yeah, I was almost late for soccer, actually, because it was, it was running a bit over time. Yeah. Um, Thoughts? Uh, it's a tough one. I was really rooting for George, shy boy. Yeah. Keen on him to win, but I think Devin Haney was just... Had a game plan and he stuck to it. Had a patient today and he actually did tell me to give him a shout out. So this is a shout out to Kyle, who is a boxer, like an aspiring boxer, yep. so trains people. And I was like, well, I actually would like your opinion because I don't know enough about boxing and I should. And he said that he just went in with one game plan and just wasn't prepared for other things, which I was like, I forget how strategic it is. You he could just sort of see that. He didn't fight as well as he could have. Yeah. Like he, didn't, he wasn't at his best. You could see he would come inside and he'd he'd bounce back out again and I think he really needed to sit in there and, as Jeff Fennick said, throw punches and throw them in bunches. Yeah, right. Okay. We're going to go with that. Sure. <laughs> um, also, my week was good. Thank you for asking. Um, busy week at work, saving money for Europe. How soon is Europe? Next Thursday. Next Thursday? Yeah, next Wow, Thursday. I didn't realise it was that yeah, soon. Yeah, it's really soon. That's exciting. I have lots to do, so I'm very busy. I wanted to formally apologise for the bye week last week that we took. It's getting a little bit difficult to coordinate now that G Moore has a full-time job in London town. Uh, we're trying to figure out the best time so everyone can fit in and be present. Hey, but we're doing the best we can. That's all you can ask for. And look, we could do really good this week and maybe we just need us. Maybe. Why not? Who knows? Um, there will be a guest host in the next few weeks who will be replacing myself when I'm away. But let's get into the first segment. I feel weird introducing my own segment. You have to introduce yourself. Feedback feels with kills. Uh, I felt a bit lost last week. First of all, thanks for joining me for my, for my segment. No uh, worries. <laughs> I felt a bit lost because I didn't get to give my feedback. It's pretty off it. Did you have many? Um, I just have like two stories I need to share. Well, I feel like since I've been a guest host, I haven't been as much with the yes, feedback. Yes, you haven't. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like because I feel part of the team now, so I don't need to give as much feedback. Well, you can just give it verbally if you want. Yeah, okay, fair enough. So first one, uh, shout out to Ash's Fitness, which is an Instagram. Um, her name is Ash. She's a girl who's an OG listener. She loves us. She always has good chats. Um, I actually met her on the weekend out. She grabbed me in a nightclub and said, are you Keely? And I was like, <laughs> yes. And she's like, it's Ash from Ash's Fitness. It was a great moment. We hugged. Uh, I was loving to meet her. So thanks, Ash. That was a great end to my night. Um, and then my other one, not so happy, but a story that must be shared. Mm. I'm not sure if I've told you this story. I did say last week prior to the decision of having a bye week to Marley that I was going to share this on the podcast for feedback and um, she gave me the all clear. So here goes. So Indigenous round. Yep. The Saturday night we were at the Sharks game when they versus the Roosters. For which I saw you at. 
Yes, I did. Um, we went to see Nico after the game, um, although knowing that he lost and we knew he was going to be cut about it, we didn't like our chances. He managed to run into the tunnel just before we could get to him. And I just said to Molly, oh, damn, don't worry. We'll just see him later. And this middle-aged dad turns around and goes, don't worry, he's a dickhead anyway. <laughs> and I said, who? And he said, Nico. And I said, why? And he said, um, I just asked him to get a photo with my son and he brushed it. And I said, yeah, well, if I just lost like that, I'd probably be pretty cut too. Mm. And he was like, yeah, well, I pay his wages. Oh, <laughs> Was he a Sharks fan? Just wait. So I don't know what – I actually don't remember because it's quite blurry. Like I just was like – when I get angry, I get yeah. really angry. Yeah. Um, and I was fuming <laughs> – and I was emphasis on the yes, fuming. and I was a little bit not. A, I stood my ground, put it that way. I didn't use any profanity. Mm. I just said, "No, you don't." And he's like, "Oh well, you know." And I said, "Look, you better like just back off." He's one of our good friends, um, and like anyway, whatever. Yeah. Conversation over. He's like, "Oh yeah, well, whatever." We walked away. I'm like laughing at him, like you're a loser. I didn't realize. <laughs> Marley turns around and says, "That kid had a South jersey on." Oh, no. I said, bullshit. Oh, no. <laughs> I wish I knew that before. And she said, swear to God, South Jersey. And I'm like, are you kidding me? This guy is blowing yeah. up. Like, and also, one, why do you feel like you have to say that to a random? Like, mm. you don't know who I am. Mm. Like, I don't know you. Unnecessary. So unnecessary. You can be filthy if you want 100%. or agree. Take your opinion Agreed. home. Talk to your family and friends about it. I don't yeah. know you, so I don't really care. Yeah. The other thing is, which I ended up speaking to a few of the footy boys about because I was fuming a few of the Sharks boys um, is that they're more than happy like to talk to people they love like Nico felt horrible and I he shouldn't because yeah. I was like he's like I didn't even see him I don't even remember who that com- yeah. what that conversation would have been I just hate how entitled people feel like they mm. like they just feel like that the players owe them something of course, if your kid is a big fan and they want to get a photo, 100% and, like, be disappointed. I don't know. I was just really off it because I was like, you don't get to speak bad about someone who is still a human being, who is still a really competitive athlete, who's going to be cut when they lose mm. and then say things about that to randoms and, like, be like, well, yeah, he's a dickhead. No, in my opinion. Blah, yeah. Blah. And, I mean, there's a way to go about things as well. If he had to turn around and said, oh, I don't think he's – taken any photos at the moment he didn't seem interested like not as aggressive and you guys might have said well look come with us yeah we'll, tr- we'll try help you out yeah see what we can do yeah like there's just a way to, yeah 100 way to go about it um i wanted to share it because i just wanted to reflect on what we usually talk about and it's just they're still human beings they're like you are not entitled to anything um being a big like you just i know that's my opinion i just don't think mm, you know you're not entitled to it like of course they should, you know, help out people when they can and give people the time of day they when do. they can. They and they do. do. That's they the do thing. a lot of work. So. so I'm like, I don't know. It just made me really angry. Just brought up like past things to talk about. I'm like, oh, girl. So just if someone looks like they're busy or they're cut because they lost or yeah. I don't know, just relax, back off. Just some situational awareness, really. And because when they are going around taking photos with everyone and seeing as many people as they can, they actually don't get to everyone anyway. So mm. people are still missing out, but you can't yeah. turn around no. and say that. Yeah. Anyway, it's fine. Nico's a legend is the point. He's a good But bloke. he won't listen to this, so he can never know that I said that. So no shout out. Nope. <laughs> 
Now it's time for a segment we call Around the Grounds, where we dive into the biggest headlines in sports media from the week. And I think this week we'll focus on Origin, seeing as uh, game one tomorrow night, Wednesday. Uh, I think it's fair to say that Origin time is a very exciting time if you live on the east coast of Australia. I think it's the best time of year. I honestly agree. Like you, state versus state, mate versus mate. Yeah. You don't, it doesn't get better than this. It's... For me, I think, and in most sports, even from my loyal touch footy background, it is the pinnacle of sport. Yeah. When you, if you get to play for Australia, that's amazing. It's incredible. But as Australia, as a team, we're pretty strong mm. in a lot of sports. When you go back to New South Wales and Queensland, it's like best of best versus each other. Yeah, for sure. And like playing for your country in any sport at any level is it's an honor yeah but i think origin you're right it's just that fierce competitive rivalry between two states where like the heartland of rugby league apparently up in queensland then you got down here where it started big brother versus little brother kind of vibes queensland have always felt aggrieved that no one took them seriously early on and i think that's where they drive a lot of their culture from it's just it's just a great time of year. It's a great time of year and like even today at work and even the last few days leading up, like people are just, it's all you're talking about. Yeah. What do you think about Origin? What do you think this? And, and people that aren't necessarily as invested into yeah. the NRL as some of us are. So it just gets everyone. Well, everyone wants to watch Origin. Yeah. It doesn't matter if you're into footy or not. You're like, we get watching the Origin. Yeah. I actually have to give a quick shout out to the kid Leroy. Oh, yeah. Did you see this? No, I didn't. Oh, my gosh. You'll love this. The kid, he's been really sick. It's his first tour. Mm. Um, oh, I did see he cancelled two shows. So or he cancelled, but he postponed. So the Melbourne shows are next week or something. He pushed back the Brisbane shows a few days. Long story short, he's performing in Brisbane tomorrow night, and he put on his Instagram story. Do you guys want me to put Origin on the screen behind me? No way. I swear to God, which is just like so true blue Aussie of him. Hundred percent shows where like he's. Where his heart lives. That's all time. Right? And that I makes your like, decision like you feel like, oh, I don't know if I can 100%, do that. especially because yeah. he won't really be on till about like 10. Yeah. So if he puts it on while people are sitting there watching, oh, my God. Like that's yeah. a once in a lifetime. I feel like that's a great story. Yeah, definitely. Let's get into it though. When the teams are announced, what were your thoughts? I'm um, a bit shocked on no Fox, I think, is it's okay. probably been spoken about heaps already in the media. I mean – He's not playing in a great team, but I didn't think his form was bad enough to warrant getting left out. Do you think, though, that the wingers that were picked were just playing really good? Or yes do you think no. they would just shed a light on because he was he's playing in an average team? Well, I think even more so it had a bit to do, a little bit of a reactive selection knowing that Xavier Coates and Cobbo were the Queensland wingers. I think when it boils down to it, it had a lot more to do with that than just say Fox being out of form. Um, I mean, his strengths are he's quick, he scores tries, not exactly an, an aerial threat, which I feel like Cobbo and Xavier Coates will be. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't – that didn't surprise me that much, to be honest. Really? See, yeah. Jake Turbo didn't surprise me. Because yeah, he didn't surprise me. Watching either. a lot of footy, I don't think he's been in very good form. Well, I just think it, uh, for me it was just like – the way I thought about it was it wasn't that they weren't in great form. It was that people were in better form, mm. I think. Fair enough. That's probably why, the, why I think the decision has been made. But debutants, thoughts? Um, the New Is South Wales ones or the Queensland Yeah, let's go ones. New South Wales first. Okay. So we got Stephen Crichton's going to debut, Katoni Stags. Do you think he'll come off the bench or do you think he'll start in the centres? Who? Critter? Yeah. 
he's got to start because I just don't think Jack Whiten should be. When the center. teams were announced, I was so convinced that Whiten would start. Like you couldn't, you couldn't tell me otherwise. Yeah. As the week's gone on further and further, I think Crichton might start. Well, he's going to be – Is it, correct me if I'm wrong. He's going to be on the same side as Brian Toto. Correct. And would you not Jerome play the Luai, Isaiah Yo. Like, that just that. makes sense. Yeah, definitely. Who else? Yeah, we've got Katoni. I reckon he's going to absolutely thrive. I think he's made for these games. Big honest. stage. Big stage game. It's exciting. It's so exciting. I, um, I hope they give him early ball. Briefly early spoke, ball is key. Yeah, briefly spoke to him the other day. Obviously stoked for him. He's pumped. And, like, I think that's why um, just in the nature of him, he's so cool, calm, collected. And he's yep. just like, yep, I'm so keen. and Ready. Like, he just wouldn't – he's not really phased. Mm. So, I think that, yeah, I, I'm I'm backing him that, yeah, he'll go well and he'll cement his spot for a while, I think. Ryan Madison, he's debuting, isn't he? Mm-hmm. That's exciting. He's been in the squad a few times. Yes. In and out of the squad. So, good start for him. He's playing yeah. well at the same time, so... And then, yeah, obviously excited for Stephen Crichton in general. I'm really excited for Selwyn Cobbo. I think he is brilliant. See, did you see Phil Gould say, oh, I wouldn't have thrown him in, it's too early kind of thing? Do you think that was a little bit of... That's a bit of a, I'm scared because I'm from... That's what I was going to say, a bit, a bit of worry, because I 100%. think he's made for it, like... Same, and I think... He's gone from strength to strength this year. And I feel like... If you want to be true to a representative team, pick on form. Yep. And if that's the case, well, so be it. And if it's the wrong decision, they'll learn from it. But if you're picking off form, like it's – he's playing in a pretty solid team at the moment, mm. but they've never been – they have not, haven't been strong for a while. No. And he's still excelling and showing why he's – Was Corey Oates hard done by to miss out then on the back of <sighs> them selecting Cobbo? Because he's been in good form too. He has been in good form, yeah. you're right. That try he scored the other day on pure effort where the ball took know. a left-hand turn. I don't that's a, that's that's an origin moment is that right a, there. Is that a is that a do you reckon that's a debate of like you know your old boys veteran versus do we need some yes new no. electricity? To be honest, I think it's come off the back of New South Wales selections the last few years where they have blooded young players and they've thrived and they've just True. said you know what let's chuck this kid in he's going to yeah. be a superstar so why wait? Oh yeah, very exciting. I think. Um, are we missing any? Um, yes, Jerome Nanai. From oh yes, Queensland as yes, well. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, another thing I want to chat about was comparison between the inside of both camps because I have been – and, like, just an FYI, me and Mitch are trying to be really neutral in this conversation yeah. and fair to both sides yeah. because that was the point of this conversation. We're not here to say this player, this person's going to win and Gmore can be cut about that and Marlon can be <laughs> cut about that because they're so heavy, Queensland and New South Wales. But we are trying to be super We're neutral. State of Origin fans. We're State of Origin fans tonight. Um Inside camp. Now, I have always, and I'm happy to say this, has always thought that Queensland had such a good culture. And I know we don't like throwing that word around because it's so like, um, what's the word? Cliche. Cliche. Good one. Um, but the culture that the Penrith boys seem to bring, and it is a culture, mm. whether you that's your kind of culture or not, mm. but that you know that's all anyone's talking about when they're getting interviewed on the radio, on the TV. Jerome Luai is the energy king. Yeah. Uh, Brian to oh they've got their speaker. Yeah. Word on the street is Stephen Crichton is one of the funniest people in Worth. And <laughs> they're all coming in and probably building a really fun 
vibe and team morale. Yeah. And I think that's really good to see. And I think it kind of shows in the success of the New South Wales team because I think that's what they've – I mean, social media is better these days. Yeah. But I think that's what they've lacked potentially. Definitely. But I also think it comes off the back of the hard work they've done over the last few years. They've got relationships in there. They know each other. Yes. So they're able to come in straight away and have that vibe ready to go. Let's have fun. Yeah. And, yeah, that's what they didn't have. And, obviously, from what we know, Queensland camp is just – would be next to none just because of Mm. their history and the old boys that they've had come through. And I just don't know how we can go past their coaching staff. Yep. JT, Cam Smith, Billy Billy Slater. Slater. Like – what do you mean? Yeah. How do you... Throwing Cooper Cronk on the board of the QRL there. Oh, it's just like Queenslander or not, those are the plays that I watched growing yeah. up. And like yeah. Cam Smith has played for that bloody long. Yeah. But like... Well, I think that's the difference between the camps. Like you talk about there, like a good vibe from the New South Wales boys. I feel like most of the players would have gone into that Queensland camp and just automatically knew what was expected of them. Yes. Just by looking at the people that were yeah. standing in front of them. And be like... That respect, hard work, yeah. like late, yeah. don't be late, like just all that. And that's the thing, like we go back to before, like you you not wanted to say like a cliche for like the culture of Queensland and stuff. I just think it's different. Yeah. It just, for Queenslanders, it's it's a little bit more than a football game. For the New South Wales side, like obviously they still have that passion for the jersey. You've seen that when I think it was Tedesco that scored a try a couple of years ago at the end of the game yeah, in front of Blatchie's Blues. Like yeah. there's just as much passion here. I just think up there they just... They just seemed, feel like... I don't know. They seem to, to create this, like... Narrative. Yeah, like connection to Earth. Yeah, like, it yeah. feels, like, so deep yeah. within them. But you um, can see that. Like, I don't think it's made up either for them. Like, Billy Slater's interview with Yvonne. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, he was almost in tears just yeah. talking about it. Yeah. So, I think for me, I'm like... Oh, we... Actually, we did get some stats. I wanted to talk about, just quickly on the coaching star, how many Origins have they won collectively? Which we probably should have got Freddie up to. Yeah, okay. But I think that's why Queensland have gone with this coaching staff that they have on the back of the success that Fitzy and Freddie have had over the last couple of years. Yeah. Just some stats quickly on the coaching staff. So Billy, 31 appearances, 19 wins, 12 tries. JT, 37 appearances, 24 wins, 99 conversions. Um, That's one short of 100. That hurts. That sucks. Surely you're off that. <laughs> yeah, I know. Because Cameron Smith's got 16 goals in there. I wonder if any of them he, he took, took off, off him. him. Yeah. Yeah. Cam Smith, 42 games, 26 wins. Freddie Fitlar, what did we just say? 31 appearances, 17 wins. 34, I think. 34 appearances, 17 wins. Sorry if we got anything wrong. Forgive us. Some good stats there. Some good coaches to be playing under. Uh, it just makes me nervous because of the Queensland coaches. Like, I just can't get past that. And I've said it to so many people and they're like, nah, but, you know, they're not going to do anything on the field. And I'm I like, I think it's just a cracking enough. series. Yes. For both. Like, both both teams it's are stacked. Super exciting. Yeah. Super exciting. Do you think there'll be any last-minute mind games? Because that is a bit of an origin tradition. We spoke about it briefly. I, I do think Stephen Crichton will start at centre. Yeah, I reckon – I actually back that. I back that, and do you reckon Jack Whiten will be 14? Yeah. It makes more sense in my head. However, I'm not an NRL coach. You do have to remember that Whiten's played, I think, four or five, maybe even six games at centre for New South Wales. Yes. However, it's obviously versatile because oh, definitely. he plays in other positions. For sure. He makes, it, he makes think, more sense as a 14. Yes, 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 exactly. Queensland, I don't see much changing, to be honest. No, I think they're pretty set. I think at the start of the week, people might have thought that Ben Hunt would start off the bench and Harry Grant starting nine, but I actually kind of like Ben Hunt there. I actually think Harry comes 
off the bench and plays like his impact is incredible. I think he, he sort of looks like he's blown sometimes when he starts a game. <laughs> like, do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. like he just gets caught up in the he's in the emotion the of it all. Of yeah, it. At least, yeah, yeah, big adrenaline. Probably dump. performs better if you can just cruise and watch and then know he's yeah. that smart. Like, he probably yeah. picks out exactly what he's going to do when he gets on the field. And Ben Hunt was man of the match in game three last year, starting yeah. hooker. So it's not exactly a downgrade. Yes. Speaking of man of the matches, let's go into our bets. So I want you to tell me win score margin, first try scorer, and you made of the match for game one, two thousand twenty two, state of origin. All right, I think Queensland one to twelve okay. for game one. First try scorer, I think I'm gonna go Daniel Tupo, New South Wales. Yeah, okay, good one. And my man of the match is Ruben Cotter. Wow. From the Cowboys. Really? I just think he's the mullet. He's it's the mullet. It's yeah. just in the mullet. I don't, it's, he just looks like someone that's ready to step onto an origin field. <sighs> Yours kills? I don't know. <laughs> I've honestly been sitting on this all week because I think in my heart, I think New South Wales are going to win in New South Wales. Okay, work, work backwards. First try scorer. <sighs> Toto. Toto? Okay, yeah. sweet. Man of the match. Man of the match. Well, this goes kind of off who I think is going to win. That's what I mean. See, when I, I feel like you're looking at... Win plus margin, and it's too much. But if you sort of get there yeah, I know, off the back of first try scorer, man of the match, you might be able to figure it out. I don't know. I'm just going to back my mate. I'm going to put, put Tony Stark's man of the match. <laughs> nice. Um, a win and score margin. So you got New South Wales then, I think. Yeah, I am. And, like, I don't know. I just – that's how I'm feeling right now. Uh, I've been tossing and turning. Um, one to twelve, obviously. I don't think any origin is going to be thirteen plus. No, nah, not not with these two teams. Not with these two teams. No way. I think it could almost be like a field goal situation. Yeah, that's how I'm feeling. Who kicks the field goal? Ooh, ooh, Jesus. Nathan Cleary. Nathan Cleary. Obviously. He's field goal specialist. Yeah, but I only think I I bottom of my heart says the Queensland's going to win it. Okay. The series though. Game one, Queensland. Game one, New South Wales. Oh, you think the oh, that's what you're saying? Queensland's yeah. going to win the series. I think, yeah. But they're going to lose game one. So you're saying Perth game two, Queensland yeah. game three. I think. Oofed. I don't know. I actually don't know. I get so anxious when it comes to Origin. It's exciting, but isn't it's it? It's so exciting. I love it. I was going to give, because it's the time this time of year, and you know what? I'm going to do it because I never do it. I need to give a little shout out to my friends who are actually playing Origin. Okay. I also need to give a shout out to. Paddy Carrigan, who mm. made the squad, because mm. um, it's super exciting for him. And we also love seeing Nico in there. Um, very exciting. I think he was a little bit hard done by not make that bench spot either. I'm biased, but I also agree. I think he would have been a great number 14. Mm-hmm. But like I said to him, you're there. And from what he said, the camp's been great and he's really enjoyed it. And I think it'll just be another little motivator for him to – be there for game two and mm. hopefully get his debut in Perth, which would be super cool. And obviously Harry Grant as well. <laughs> oh, my God, I nearly forgot Harry. I'm sorry, Harry. I mean, we've spoken about him before. I think he's a um, he's a long-term player and I think he's really, really good quality. So I'm sure he'll do something fantastic like he always does. Disrupted campaign, though, coming into it. Flu. Yeah. Nah, he'll be right. He'll be fine. He's played with worse things. I no think. worries? Nah, no Sweet. stress. He'll be killing it. So, yeah, I guess on the back of that, we love Origin. Um, 
I guess this will be brought out on Thursday, so the game will already be decided. Um, you can leave your abusive messages if we're both wrong and we have had really crappy opinions, but that's no, fine. I'm backing us in. Yeah, I reckon we're all right. Yeah, it's fine. We're trying to be. We've been fair. I think we have been very. And fair. one of us is back to New South Wales. One of us back to Queensland. Perfect. That works. You the real MVP. Each week, we'll award someone or something our personal MVP title for something they've done, uh, not necessarily something that happens, but rather an act or win that brought us a bit of joy. It is time for MVPs. Mitch Parker, talk to us. My MVP this week is the Ukrainian national football oh, side. Love this. Talk to me about it. They went down to Wales. I think it was 1-0 yeah. in the final World Cup qualifier game. <sighs> but the scenes that they had there was pretty amazing. Um, Wales themselves haven't made a World Cup since 1958. So there was a lot of suggestions at the start. Wales lay down, give it to them, let them go. Their country's been invaded kind of thing. But um, no, it would mean a lot to Wales as well. There's a fair few tears from the Welsh fans. 1958, that's a long time. That's really nice. That's a lot. That's a long time. There's a a lot of people, like fans alive, that have never seen them go to a World Cup. So you have to respect that. It's like a bittersweet ending. Yeah. It was, football was a real winner that day. Yeah, okay, that's nice. And to know that they're all nice sports, that that helps. Yeah, and just quickly, like the Ukrainian team, I think there was only two players that were still playing competitively. The rest of them all play in Ukraine and the the competition had been shut down. So oh, for them to – Poor they, team. They won last week good... and then have one last shot this week. Oh, my God. That's yeah, amazing. It was pretty amazing. Um, as always, my MVP is a uh, activity slash experience. Yep. Never a thing. <laughs> never an inanimate object. Um, and never a sporting match, apparently. My MVP uh, are house parties. I had a house. In general? Yep. I had a house party on Saturday night. Shout out to Bella Slats. She can throw a party. Uh, it was wig themed. Wig theme. Yep. What wig did you wear? Um, a pink and white mullet. <laughs> pink and white mullet. We love that. Yeah. Uh, it was fantastic. Got a few compliments on that one. Um, yeah. House parties are super fun. You just like can get that little bit rowdier. Yep. It's just like. Well, there's can, no threat of security like, kicking yeah, you out. I don't care. I'm yeah. going to be a little bit disgusting. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. So massive shout out to her and people just throw more house parties. And if you yep. do, invite us. And get around it. Because it's really fun. If you've been invited to one, make sure you go. <laughs> yes. Go. Do not stay at home. <laughs> please. Now we've come to our final segment of the show, our ones to watch, where we recommend what sport, event, or even a Netflix show you should be watching for the week ahead. Why don't you kick us off with this one? I will kick us off. My one to watch is, of course, off the back of um, our chat this week, rugby league based. (laughs) Um, I am telling everyone to keep an eye out on the appointments of new coaches. We've just had, I can't remember his name, but the Warriors coach has been sacked. Brownie. Yep. And Tigers coach Madge has been sacked. Yeah, off the back of the Bulldogs as well. And no one has been fully appointed to the Bulldogs. That's three head coaching roles that are up for grabs. You're thinking, you're looking at me like, let's yeah. coach. Yeah, yeah, why not? Yeah, we almost, almost, as Joe spoke about Rod Silver trying to coach someone. <laughs> well, they're going to have to appoint someone soon. He is a psychopath and he would be like Ricky Stewart and Des Hasler on steroids. <laughs> so That's a good combo. Absolutely not. Like, it would be very entertaining, yeah. but my mum was literally said, we'll probably lose our house in fines. <laughs> so it's fine. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen, but I think it'll be interesting. And yeah. 
let's watch and see. It's yeah. definitely one to look out for. Yeah. What's your one to watch? Uh, my one to watch is on the back of the NBA Finals and Stephen Curry blew up in game one, first quarter, and then sort of was under control and he's looking out for his first Finals MVP award. So just keep an eye out for that because I think he's going to take this series on. I think he has to. Yeah, he has to. And I think he will. We back him and Gmore will back that. Um, don't worry, we got you, Georgia. <laughs> we'll still talk about your boy. Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, also, I mean, they're playing Wednesday morning very early. Yep. But keep an eye out. Hopefully they've won. The Socceroos have two must wins this yeah, weekend so next they, week. So they ha- No, so, yeah, this week and next week they have to win. To make the World Cup. Yeah, first must win game against the UAE at 4 a.m. tomorrow morning. And the winner of that will play Peru. In the final spot for oh my God. for the Qatar World Cup, so I feel nervous, and it gives me PTSD from when I've gotten up early and watched and been so nervous. It's been it's been a tough qualifying. I campaign. know it actually has this at this stage, same stage last time. Uh, Mila Yedinak stepped up, and I think he scored two penalties and a free kick. So we don't have the soup the super captain this time around. So hopefully someone else steps up and can kick us all the way through to the World Cup because it'd be uh-huh, a shame. Punny. It'd be a shame to see us not there after the last nah, four. it'd be horrible. Row. We deserve to be there, so we'll wait there. Good vibes. Send yep. out the good vibes. On Thursday, when you listen, you will have seen that the Socceroos have won. Yep. There we go. We're mani- really manifesting now. That's it. Um, all right. Well, that brings us to the end of the show. Thanks, Mitch. No worries. Thanks um, for having me. Hey, anytime. Um, let us know your feedback because that keeps us going and it keeps me accountable and I like to read it. <laughs> I'm really bad at this last part, but I'll give it a crack. Give it your best. Do you know it? No. I definitely don't know it. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Chicks and Balls Pod. Give us a five star rating on Apple. Yep. Music. Yep, Apple Music. Follow on Spotify and a listen. Um, follow us on Twitter, Chicks and Balls. No, no pod. pod. Yep. Um, oh, I was TikTok, late on that one. Chicks and Balls Pod. That's it. Follow Mitch Parker on Instagram. (laughs) Don't do that. (laughs) So sorry about that. Just give us heaps of good stars and ratings and leave your feedback and be nice to your mothers. Have a good week. Enjoy. Bye.